he'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. I'd like to thank County Line for your graciousness and your kindness to me as we celebrate year number five, the fifth year of our pastoral services at the fine church of Caroline first baptist church thank you all for being so kind and nice to our family as we look forward to what god has in store for us the best is yet to come and we stand on tiptoes of anticipation uh, waiting to see how god is going to bless the fine people of Caroline as we move forward in his name if you can't make service don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? We don't have the power, but you alone have the power to do anything but faith. Lord, we ask that you touch our minds, our hearts, our spirit. Help us to give what you want us to give, receive what you want us to receive. That great name, God, with the words of my mouth, and the meditation of my heart be accepted in my son. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. In your Bibles, in the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 1. Actually, read that entire chapter uh, in the devotional period. Uh, Paul's testimony, chapter 1, starting at verse 12. Uh, maybe 12 to 17 is a pretty good context. But Paul writes this, I'll be reading from the CSB translation. Whatever translation you have, you may. Uh, follow along. Paul writes this, I give thanks to Christ Jesus our Lord who has strengthened me because he considered me faithful appointing me to the ministry even though I was formerly a blasphemer a persecutor and an arrogant man but I received mercy because I acted out of ignorance and unbelief and the grace of our Lord overflowed along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. But I receive mercy for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor 
and glory forever and ever. Amen. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to tag this text. Uh, how grace and mercy changes everything. How grace and mercy changes everything throughout your life and my life. There have been things and events that have changed the way we do some things. Yes, people, places, and things that have come along and changed everything. Do you remember holding rabbit ears or a wire hanger to watch TV on a console TV that sat on the floor? Then came along and changed everything was cable. Do you remember having to warm up your food on the stove and pop popcorn on the stove? And then came along the microwave. Now you can warm up food in minutes and pop Orville Redenbacher's caramel popcorn in Hot Pockets in minutes. The microwave changed everything. Do you remember having a little rectangular device that beeped and on the screen would be a phone number or numbers that spell something when you turned it upside down and then you had to locate a landline or a payphone to call whomever it was that beat you? Then came along a mobile phone and now you could do everything from the phone and fit into your pocket or your purse. The mobile phone changed everything. Do you remember hearing Michael Jackson's Thriller album or Prince B-Size album or Mary J. Blige What's the 411 album? Changed everything you knew about music when you heard it and you could hear it on a iPod that could fit on your, in your pocket and store up to 3,000 songs. For you married folk, do you remember when you saw your spouse for the first time, changed everything. Now, Paul in the text talks about his experience on the road to Damascus, and it changed everything in the life of Paul. Paul was never the same after that experience. He had come into the divine knowledge of Jesus Christ. And, and Paul could not believe it because he had been a persecutor of the Christian faith. And he believed that he was beyond the righteousness of God. And such were some of us. Can I put a parenthetical pause right here while I teach it and preach it? That some of us, we sinned and we thought we were beyond the glorious salvation of Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, truth be told, that's why some of us stayed out in the world so long, because we thought we were beyond saving. Paul's not the only one who felt that his, uh, her life does not match up to what Christ wants in us, and it doesn't. While we are yet sinners. And in 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, Paul laid out the list of what we were, in our old ways, if you read that, it tells you you're a bunch, you're ex something. You, you on that list, you are ex something. But Paul soon discovered that yes, even God's grace and his mercy is sufficient for us. And I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but God's grace and his mercy changes everything in our life. Yes, now, what is it? What does it change in the context of the everyday life of a believer? 
Well, I'm glad you asked first. Well, let's look at some few things and I'll be out your hair. Look, look at sustaining grace. When we look at the grace of God, we need to make sure we understand what grace is providing. Grace is getting what we don't deserve. Grace is God's unmerited favor. Grace means that God showered favor and blessings on those of us who did not in any way deserve or earn it. Grace means that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I ought to have a witness out there in podcast, podcast land who understands that nobody is beyond the reach of God's grace. Now, he didn't come to offer salvation to the self-righteous, but to those who call on the name of the Lord. And some of us think we are fine just where we are. Yes, we come to church. Yes, we sing in the choir. Yes, we usher on a usher boy. Yes, we even may be deacons, but we have yet to call on the name of the Lord for repentance. You can't keep on living your life the way you want to. There has to be a surrender to the Lord. So what would be sustaining grace? Sustaining grace is grace that meets us at our point of need and equips us with courage. Huh? Priest Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Grace, that kind of grace. Met, you meet us where we are and equips us with confidence and it enables us in every circumstance of life. You see, getting what we don't deserve would facilitate getting a job that we know we were not smart enough for. Getting credit for a house or a car, knowing that your money was funny and your change was strange. But God keeps on sustaining us. Can I ask a question? Can you remember in your mind back in the day that you know you didn't qualify? You didn't match up. You did not see how you were going to make. But that grace crept in and made a way for you. That was his grace. And if you're around somebody, just wave at them. If you don't know them, if you know them, you can shake their hands and you can slap a high five and say, it was all because of his grace <laughs> that I'm still here today. Then, then look at secondly, saving grace. This is the grace that saved us from our sins. Huh? You see, living as a good person don't get you to heaven. A person who does good for others don't get you to heaven. That's not salvation. Only God saving grace. And Paul wrote in Ephesians 2.8, by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of us, but it is the gift of God. See, you can't earn it. I preached a couple of Sundays. You try, folks trying to buy grace, trying to buy salvation. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. It's a gift from God. Uh, from God for us. I told you he, he loved so, God so loved the world that he gave his best gift for us, Jesus, grace. <laughs> and the gift just keeps on giving and giving. And the gift he gave changed everything. And truth be told, we owe him with our obedience. Yes, we grow in obedience, in holiness, and love as we let, let his grace surround us and his grace uh, takes over our life. 
Grace covers our sin, but it also empowers us to obey and have victory over sin. See, that's why, can I put a parenthetical part? Can I get, can I philosophize? That's why I got a problem with folk. They, they say they keep on sinning, but yet they are saved by grace. See, I, you, you shouldn't have the same notion to keep on sinning. You shouldn't have the proclivity and the, the, the same mindset. To keep on sinning when you've been saved by grace. See, that grace ought to remind you of that before you do it. You ought to not feel the same. Matter of fact, you ought to feel dirty. You ought to feel just bad. You ought to feel just melancholy when you sin if you claim to be saved. Because when you act in obedience to God, you're living your life for Christ. You don't feel this. You don't want to go to the club. You, you don't want to hang with the same crowd. You, feels icky. It feels bad. Paul wrote in Romans 6 and 1 said, what shall we say then that we ought to continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, by no means. How can we who die to sin still live in it? In other words, we don't have grace to give us a way of life that is lived in blatant, blatant disobedience to God's command. No, no, we have grace to see our lives being rid of sin through consistent confession and repentance. We ought to be trying to live a holy life, live in holiness. Live without sin. See, you ought to not, you won't be sinless, you ought to just sin less. Some folk, I get it, they get it twisted, eh? They got it twisted, eh? You can keep on sinning, but yet claim salvation. Just because you come to church don't mean that you can keep on sinning. We, we don't have absolution. That's another group of, of, of <laughs> that's another church group gathering. They, you come to church every week to absolve yourself from sin. You keep, keep, keep doing it over and over again. That's another group. We, I believe that as he told a woman at the well, go and sin no more. Now she may have slipped up and cursed. She may have done, but she wasn't finna go do adultery again. <laughs> So grace keeps us from and tries to help us maintain our sinless nature as best we can. Can I just put it like this? You ain't going to willingly go and sin. <laughs> can we just, can we just uh, break the confusion down? I shouldn't go running and jumping into sin like I used to. That's what grace does for it. Then, then thirdly, and I'll be out your head. Strong mercy. Yeah, yeah, that mercy, that, why I say grace and mercy, that verse 16, but I receive mercy, <laughs> somebody say mercy out there, for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus, demonstrate his extraordinary patience, as an example of those who would believe in him for eternal life, well, brothers and sisters, and I'm out to heaven. I tell you that strong mercy is what kept us from getting what we do deserve. That's what mercy is, is not getting what we do deserve. And yes, contrary to some folk out there who think they live in perfect world, who think they are super saved and saintly sanctified, we, we do deserve punishment. Yes, we deserve death. Yes, we deserve hell, but God had mercy 
on us. Yes, you see, mercy of God is the time that the Lord gives us to realize what sin we have. And then he gives us a chance to repent of that sin. And then not only repent, we can change our sinful ways. Strong mercy means that some of us were really out there in the world. We, we weren't playing. And it took a whole lot of mercy to get the change in process going. And it doesn't happen overnight. It, matter of fact, here's a list to help us. Reminds us about the grace and mercy of God. Number one, no one is perfect, and that is okay. Number two, your past doesn't have to define you. Number three, being a Christian is about more than belief. Number four, we need to come to Jesus as soon as we can. Number five, and I tell the good people of County Line to investigate biblical claims for yourself. But as I close this little podcast, grace and mercy together changes everything. Grace and mercy together changes one's life and the way you live your life. Because throughout the word of God, there are examples of his grace and his mercy. Jesus told about the parable of the prodigal son. Mercy gave the prodigal son a second chance. But grace threw him a party. Mercy prompted the Samaritan to bandage the wounds of the victim. But grace prompted him to leave his credit card as payment for the victim's care. Mercy gave the thief on the cross a chance, but grace escorted him into paradise. Mercy pardons us, but grace woos and wins us. Our sins are said to punish us, but mercy said give them another chance. And grace said by his blood. David wrote in the 23rd number of Psalms, Grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Grab somebody by the hand, and if you don't know him, just wave at him and say it's all because of his grace and his mercy. His grace wrapped around me, and his mercy kept me from falling. Neighbor, that is why we're still here today. Somebody say it's all because of his grace and his mercy. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Because without the blood of Jesus, can I tell you one more time, they walked him up Calvary's hill and nailed nails in his hands and riveted his feet and pierced him in his 
his side, he hung his head, and he died, he died for you and I, and they took him off the cross and laid him in a borrowed tomb, and he lay there all night, Friday night, he laid there all day Saturday, and Saturday night, but the reason why that we can have grace and mercy, the reason why that we can keep on in the name of the Lord, the reason why grace and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives is that early, early, early Sunday morning he rose from the grave with all power in his hand, power to give us grace, power to give us mercy, power, somebody say power, more power than the solar power, more power than atomic power, more power than all the power in the world, power, 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 grace and mercy change everything. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Power. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you. And be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you.